flourishing families with Dr. Daughter Blatt, the switched-on kids chiropractor, and her passionate friends, sharing the secrets of inspiring wellness to help your families thrive. Welcome to Danny from Louis Fitness. I'm so excited to have a chat with you this morning. Uh, welcome. Thank you so much, Dotek. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> it's so cool. So uh, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So I am a um, exercise coach and I specialize in working with pre and postnatal women. Um, it's an absolute passion of mine. I was studying um, to be a pre and postnatal coach before when I became pregnant with my son, Sammy, with my first, he's three and a half now. Um, and so super passionate about it. Um, Sammy's birth actually ended up being quite a roller coaster. Um, and I ended up with pelvic organ prolapse and vulvodynia from that birth, which I had heard a little bit about, but um, learnt a lot from these experiences, which fueled my passion even more to get into coaching women um, because I it really taught me about the resilience of a woman's body postpartum if you have the right support and the right guidance. So I want to play a part now to help that to help women with that side of things. Yeah, and we definitely need that, don't we? I think there's a lot of confusion about when, where and what. Uh, many women are so keen to get back into exercise and um, we, we should, absolutely, but there's the right way to do it. What, what, um, what's your um, take on how and when to get into exercise postpartum? Yeah, I agree with you. I think that there is um, – women are – of course, really keen to get back into it. And there's also just this idea around that six-week check that that's you should be feeling great by then and that's the sign-off and you can go back into running and jumping and <sighs> CrossFit and everything that you want to do. Um, but really, that six-week check is just the sign-off from your health provider. It does not mean that you know, your body necessarily needs to be feeling perfect. And I definitely would say that it's not a time to go straight back into running and jumping. Um, that's sort of a great time to start building up your strength, building strength again from the inside out. So what I mean from that is taking into account your pelvic floor and also abdominal separation. They're two things in particular. With both of those, we don't necessarily get acute pain from them so we don't always know if there's some pelvic floor dysfunction or dysfunction with your abdominals so I would say initially if you can get checked by a women's health physio or a wonderful chiropractor that has worked with postnatal women that would be a first port of call and then you can start working on um, building strength again so horizontal exercise to begin with um, before getting into say walking and running um yeah I'm <laughs> just trying to think of how to explain it without going into describing a bunch of exercises and things yeah, like that yeah. um people can't see unfortunately yeah, yeah. I know, I know, so it doesn't really work um but being really really in tune with your body I think is a good thing as well as you are starting to build up exercise whether you're doing some light body work body weight training um if you're getting into walking i would just say short walks initially paying attention to your pelvic floor if you're feeling any heaviness or just anything that's not quite right um and also with any strength training any doming in your tummy as well 
Um, I think the early postnatal period is a great time to work alongside a qualified pre and postnatal coach, someone that um, can guide you, whether that's through Pilates, strength training, whatever you enjoy, Mm. um, because they will be able to pick up on things like doming that you might not notice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You've said a a couple of things that I'm I'm interested to go back to. Now, you mentioned um, the word prolapse. Well, what do you what do you mean by that? So pelvic organ prolapse is actually quite a common. I think the stats are something like fifty percent. Yeah, fifty percent of women will have some level of prolapse post birth at some stage in their life. Um, the degree varies. So that's basically when, say, your bladder, your bowel, or your uterus drops into that pelvic floor bowl say so we've got space in there um and one of those organs might the say the anterior wall the front wall or the back wall might drop into the yeah the vagina that the 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 poor baby left behind (laughs) (laughs) into the vagina um and the yeah the severity of that um you can uh, Women's Health Physio will be able to do internal checks to be able to tell you that. But just some symptoms of that are, say, just quite heavy feeling, um, feeling like something's stuck, feeling like something's falling out. Um, I, For me, when that happened, I was aware of pelvic organ prolapse, but it happened to me three and a half months postnatally um, as I was getting back into exercise. Um, I think... I didn't know what I didn't know at the time and I didn't have probably the guidance that I needed and I did go into quite a dark spiral because if you start Googling something like pelvic organ prolapse, it sort of tells you that life is over and um, (laughs) you'll never be able to lift weights again and you won't be able to run with your child. That is all wrong. Ladies, for anyone that's had a pelvic organ prolapse diagnosis, I just want to tell you your body is resilient. More than you know. And given the right sequence of exercise, uh, you can build yourself back up. Exactly. If you take that time to go slowly, Mm. to build your strength, to work through pelvic floor exercises, um, yeah, build, like you really want to be working on building. So you think about like the middle of your body as a canister, your support your abdominals, your pelvic floor, um, your glutes. You want to be working on building your glute strength back up. You want to be working on building your leg strength back up. Arm strength, of course, is important. Whole body, your full body. You're lifting a child every day. Mm-hmm. Because the slow, if you can slowly build it up and have the patience, which I know is from experience, I know is so difficult. Yeah. Sometimes. You just want to get back to doing what you did before. <laughs> you just want to get into doing it. Yeah. But if you can give yourself that time, you've got the best chance of going back into doing what you love. Yeah. I know that if you have that diagnosis at the time, it might not feel like it, but you give your body that time to recover and you do it safely and build from the bottom up, you, yeah. yeah. Great. So there's really two takeaways from, from that little conversation. One is that you don't necessarily have the prolapse straight away. It can actually happen considerably later than you would think. So three and a half months after having uh, your bub, um, 
once you've been signed off and you should be fine. It's important to remember that that can happen at any time and, and it is about the strength that you had prior to, to falling pregnant that is helping support all those organs. Um, well, sorry, but yeah, at least you just, just just don't think that the six weeks mark is your your yeah. you know your tick off and you're you're fine. Yeah. And the other thing that I think is really worth just pulling out of that conversation is the fact that you can build it back up. Yeah, uh, like you say, it's not a now I say a death sentence. Of course, it's never a death sentence, but it doesn't mean that it's necessarily you know a straight path to surgery. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. There's a lot of conservative management these days, and as I said, the body is so resilient. Um, if you do suffer from pelvic organ prolapse and it does happen down the track, don't beat yourself up. It's not necessarily something that you've done if you've jumped into exercise too soon. I know I beat myself up a lot, but it also has to do with genetics. It has to do yeah. with your type of birth. There's yeah. so many other things. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, the takeaway is definitely to build up slowly and to have that right guidance. Right. Definitely. Uh, now, you mentioned doming. I think that's a very important topic as that's often um, a conversation with Pilates and, you know, rib to hip, uh, b- uh, belly button to spine. You know, we're giving a lot of advice on those sorts of things. Uh, tell us about the doming that you are referring to. So when I'm speaking about doming, um, it has to do with our ab separation. So you've got your rectus muscles, which are like the six-pack muscles that run down the front of your belly. So when you're pregnant, these stretch, and when they get to a certain point, it's then the linear alba, which runs down the middle of those muscles, that fascia, that will stretch even further and thin. And once we have bub, that's what we need to – your body does a whole heap of healing, but then we also need to give it a little bit of help just to bring the muscles back together. So while that's happening, if you have ab separation, when you're doing, if say if you jump <coughs> into doing like a sit-up or something like that, you might notice a dome pops up in between the, those six-pack six muscles, like straight down the middle, so vertically down the middle, centre of your body. Um, you might also notice that if you get up too quickly from the, or you just get up, sit straight up from the lounge or from bed, so while you're healing, if you have diastasis, even erring on the side of caution, if you're unsure, if you haven't been checked yet, is some just little tips with that. Uh, do what you used to do when you were pregnant. So roll, if you're laying in bed, roll onto your side, press, push yourself push up your and get yes. up. Yep, use your arms and get up um, that way. Same with on the lounge. Use your arms as support. Um, if you're starting to do some body weight training at home, don't go straight into planks and straight push-ups with straight legs. Um, work through other things instead of a push-up like a chest press maybe um, or do push-ups against a wall. Just keeping that angle a little bit higher so it's less pressure through your abdominal wall while it's healing. So excellent advice. Yeah, just keep an eye out for that doming. That's really, really good feedback. Yeah. Um, and also, just what you mentioned about the belly button to spine cue, that also comes into pro into pelvic health, pelvic floor health. So, belly button to spine is a term that's been used for so long, and something that I want everyone to try and steer away from. Don't think about bringing your belly button to spine when you ever hear those cues. I want you to think about. Lifting your pelvic floor, if you've ever worked through pelvic floor exercises, so exhaling, lifting your pelvic floor, 
and think about drawing the skin away from your undies or your hip bones together. <laughs> so that's your transverse abdominus and bringing that towards your heart space. So not belly button to spine. I know that sounds very confusing. It's hard to articulate properly. But belly button to spine will create more intra-abdominal pressure and put more pressure down on your pelvic floor, which while you're in this healing phase, you want to try and avoid. So also when you're picking up bub, you're picking up washing, anything like that, trying to avoid anything super heavy. But as you're doing it, particularly you're lifting bub all the time, exhale, think about lifting your pelvic floor, pick up. That's such good advice. And really when you think of it, very simple once you get into the routine of doing it the other way. Oh, exactly. Yeah. It might yeah, it might seem like a lot initially, but you yeah. do. You just become it becomes second nature. Second nature. Yeah, yeah. Which is so good for you. Now, we've sort of focused on on um, like pelvic floor for for now. What t- tell me about mums that have had a, a cesarean? So, with a C-section, it is still important to be mindful of your pelvic floor. Um because that you can still be affected, you've been carrying bub for so long. But recovering from a C-section is obviously going to take a bit longer in most cases than um, a straightforward vaginal birth. You want to focus on moving slowly just to get that scar mobilising. So when you're ready, you can start working through things like that cat-cow movement, so arching your back and then sort of rounding through your back. That's a nice one when you're on your hands and knees to get that scar moving Um, also to work with someone that can show you how to do scar massage Um, because, yeah, the more you can get that tissue mobilising, the more it's going to help your abdominals and get that connection back with your abdominals um, to build up. So, And also if you can spend some time lying on your back and thinking about lifting your pelvic floor and thinking about that cue, like I said, of taking the skin away from your underline as you exhale, so pelvic floor lifts and core contractions. That is a great way just to get that muscle connection back after a C-section. Yeah, because that is often the concern, isn't it? Oh, my stomach muscles are not working. They've been cut. I can't, I can't do this. So it becomes a, a difficult uh, headspace to be in to get started and, and start getting some movement. Yeah, definitely. And I think... I don't actually know um, completely, but they do it in some way that your stomach muscles aren't actually cut. That's what people's that, uh, understanding. Yeah, so I've heard. That, that, yeah, but yeah, um, but get, trying to get that connection back, I think, is a bit harder. My second bub was a C-section, and I remember that it took me time to work through that. Yes. Um, but it's so valuable too because if you can get that base connection then you can move next into taking that into exercise. I wouldn't necessarily be jumping into exercise before I can get that connection because it is so important to have that stability. Yeah, yeah. It'll, yeah, it will transfer into everything. Yeah, like, like you were saying, oh, arms and legs and all that, but they all actually hinge on your trunk, so you need to get you know, the base sorted before you build on top of that. Yeah. As a chiropractor, anyway, that's what how it Oh, how exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what you were explaining to me before as well. And it's so important, right? Yes. Because you were saying that then you're not getting the most out of your walking if you're doing walking, if yes. your body's not, yeah. not working fine. Yeah. yeah. And you're yeah, and more of a risk, more at a risk, whatever I'm trying to say here, of injuring yourself. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so in, in your studio, um, what, what, what's the, the process? Like, so you obviously have new mums involved. 
Yeah. Uh, so, so how how does it work? So my main focus is small groups of three women because that way I can still really tailor programs. Mums can bring their bubs along as well um, and also have that sense of community, talking yes. to other women in similar situations. Yes. Um, and we work through the core and pelvic floor breathing and then building up exercise slowly and safely for you. Um, and it will sort of go in a small group then I'm able to take you through your, you know, your timeline, the way that your body is responding um, rather than in a huge group situation where it's very um, not individualised. So before I get women to join the three, the group of three, um, I'll have an, an introduction session so that we can go over all medical history, how you like to move, what you like to do. Because it's important that sessions are fun as well. Yes, very important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's a great way for me to know how to guide you safely to get to where you want to be. And yeah, so my aim is just to get you to build up that strength so that then if you do eventually want to get back out to CrossFit or run marathon running or anything like that, that you are in the best possible position to do that. So, so. you build back up from the base again and, and can yeah. start getting back into it. Yeah. yeah, and I intend to make it fun and not frustrating. Uh, <laughs> Now I, I am interested. I'm going going back to that di um, that I can never say it in English diastasis uh, recti. Yeah. Uh, what what is your what's your take on? Um, I mean, obviously you don't go back into sit ups because you, know, you want to work with your muscles rather than actually pulling them apart again. Uh, are there certain ways that mums can target that? I mean, I, I know that that's a common question I get asked. You know, how do I bring them back together? So there are a lot of different ways to doing to bringing those muscles back together um, that will keep you away from standard sit-ups and planks. You more want to be working on... Oh, I think I would probably have to put a sequence together to really show you to be able to describe it. But okay, yeah, I this mean, is just an overall idea of yeah, what I, your aim is. Yeah, I mean, there's there's exercises that you can do on all fours that you're pushing down on a ball that's helping bring your core back together. There are head and chest lifts that aren't full crunches or full sit-ups to start. There's lying on your back and marching your legs, just trying to keep your pelvis stable. There's a lot of exercises that might surprise you that you can do on all fours that, you know, shoulder taps that might seem so simple, but when you drill down to the nitty gritty of imagining that you have a bowl of full bowl of water on your back and you don't want any of it to spill or an annoying trainer puts a water bottle on your back that you can't roll, it's actually surprising how much this affects your core, it switches your core on, and these are great gentle exercises to help you build back up um obviously if you have severe dr you're not going to be going straight into hands and knees and be doing more on your back but yeah that's obviously very individual but there is so much that you can do um that's so, not the standard thing so what, what i what i hear you say is basically uh, instead of working on the six-pack which is the way we've been raised to exercise right it's actually becoming more aware of the four layers of the core support of course, then including the pelvic floor. Yeah. Um, so you're working more on the transverse, so the innermost layer, is that yes. um, where people should focus? Yeah, definitely. That's where you want to focus to begin with, particularly when you're in that healing phase with diastasis. You want to try and avoid doing a huge amount of oblique work. So you think of like the 
I don't know, bicycle crunches and things like that. Because the more dominant your obliques become, those side like diagonal muscles um, on your side, they will then pull your diastasis further apart. So you really want to work on that real innermost layer, the transverse abdominus that runs from your back to your front. Work on that one first. Um, And and sorry, so I'm I'm sort of forcing you into almost, I mean, I know you can't show, but the idea is, that whole concept of you, you say go back to it, it is hard to do the easy stabilization uh, movements, but that's that's the key. It that's is where we have to go back to do the sequence in the right order. Exactly. Uh, and I think many of us we, we we focus on the outside. We focus on the weights. We focus on the biceps. We focus on all these things. Where really what we want to do is to go back and stabilize so we can build on top. Exactly. So that's, what I understand you you're doing oh 100% yep so building that pelvic floor transverse abdominus breathing connection first then you'll bring that into the I guess they're going to see the smaller movements that contract your abdominals and keep your pelvis stable Um, and then once you've got that and then you know depending on your ab separation then you can build up from there so it's just piece by piece just taking it taking it slowly, building up and getting strong, and then you'll probably end up being stronger and more body aware than you've ever been in your life, which will make you feel, well, I know that I I am. It's the most body aware and the strongest I've ever felt, Yeah, which is amazing. And also in preparation for baby number two. Definitely. Or three or four. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. That's it. Like it, it, whatever you learn initially, you'll take into the next one because I was – you know, when I first prolapsed, I was nervous about becoming pregnant again. But what I learned in that time was incredible. And I was so confident through my pregnancy. And my recovery has just been yeah. a whole other world. Yeah. So It is interesting. That was where I was saying before with the, I, I think I used the word strong. And that's probably the wrong word. But it is about being, you know, preparing your body for birth. Yep preparing your body for pregnancy and birth uh, which is also something that you you look at not something we probably have time to to talk a lot about but you also do um like pregnancy pregnancy training yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. definitely i love working with women through all of those life stages so um can definitely yeah do small group and one-on-one pt with anyone working into pregnancy as well even if you're thinking about becoming pregnant or you just want to start exercise like it's just it's so good for you it's so good to do (laughs) and it puts a big smile on your face (laughs) a huge smile on my face I love what I do so great you'll hopefully see that Uh, so any final we're just about ready to to finish up here any final uh, word of advice for um, female listeners be kind to yourself if you're looking at social media and these women that have had a baby yesterday and they have a six pack again unfollow for a while be kind to yourself. Everyone goes at their own pace. Um, if you're not feeling back to yourself when you thought you would be, give yourself that time. It takes up to two years for our muscles to regenerate. So, yeah, I would just say kindness. Take the time to, to build up strength again and you'll get back to where you want to be. Our bodies are so resilient and as women we're amazing. So Yeah, oh, yeah. great advice. That's really good. <laughs> And tell us again, where where can we find you? So I am 
I have a home studio in Charlestown, so I do all my training from there. If you jump onto Instagram, my Instagram is Newy Fitness, so N-E-W-Y Fitness. Um, I'm still building a website at the moment, so you'll be able to find out a lot of information about me and my training and that sort of thing on Insta for now. <laughs> Sounds great. Well, thank you so much for joining us at uh, Flourishing Families. It's great to, to hear um, that you are around and we really appreciate your time this morning. No worries. It was so lovely chatting to you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the opinion of Family Chiropractic or the host. Brought to you by Family Chiropractic Centre Charlestown. Serving the families in Newcastle, Lake Macquarie and Charlestown.